Step 3. Trust. Week 2, Day 3. God's love for you through Jesus' death. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to understand the eternal work of Christ. Recovery may not happen the way you expect. God can give freedom from daily struggles, but He is most concerned about your eternal struggle with sin. Mark 8 verse 29 and 31 to 33 says, And Jesus asked His disciples, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, You are the Christ. And he began to teach them that the Messiah must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he said this plainly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Peter, Jesus' disciple, was not expecting a dead Savior. Like Israel, Peter hoped the Messiah would defeat Rome. But Jesus' mission was not one of force to restore Israel's self-rule, but a mission of love to save a world overwhelmed by sin. Jesus would suffer God's wrath for the sin of the world so as to offer freedom from the penalty of sin to everyone. He is a perfect sacrifice for imperfect people once and for all. John 1 verse 29 says, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. He would rise from the dead and prove his identity as the Messiah. Take time to answer this question. Question 1. Are you willing to trust God's recovery plan even when it doesn't make sense? What are some ways you've resisted Christ in the past? The prophecies of Christ's suffering came true. His pain was extreme. He was sentenced to death for claiming to be God. He was falsely accused, spat upon, punched, mocked, and ridiculed. A crown of thorns was pushed into his head. He was stripped and whipped severely, his skin shredded and disfigured. He was forced to carry his own cross to be crucified between criminals sentenced to death. Then, at the height of physical suffering, Jesus experienced the wrath of God. He was separated from all good, his Father, to pay the penalty of the world's sin. Crucified is defined as execution in which the condemned is nailed to a wooden cross and left to hang until dead. So painful was this type of death that the word excruciating, meaning out of the cross, comes from it. In Psalm 22 verse 1 and Matthew 27 verse 46, Jesus says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21 says, For our sake, God made Christ to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Continue to take time to answer these questions. Question 2. Think about your worst moment. What does it mean to you that God would sacrifice His Son to pay for the guilt and shame of that moment? Question 3. What does it mean to you that God would sacrifice His Son to pay for the guilt and shame of all your sinful moments? Jesus rose from the dead. After death appeared to end his ministry, on the morning of the third day, 
Jesus' tomb was found empty. It was the resurrection predicted by prophets and Christ, which proved that Jesus is the Messiah. He appeared to many people, disciples, family, and hundreds of others. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 5 to 8 says, Jesus appeared to Cephas, Peter, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, he appeared also to the apostle Paul. His appearance and message changed the world. God had accepted Christ's perfect sacrifice for sins. Jesus' resurrection showed that the biblical Messiah was greater than the Savior Israel expected to bring national freedom. Christ's sacrifice was a deal made in heaven. His sinless life and death was a substitute for the penalty of sin to offer freedom to the world from God's judgment of sin. But there is more. In God's eyes, those who accept Christ's payment are given Christ's righteousness as their own. God views them as holy. Righteousness is defined as the state of being morally right or justified. And there is even more. With God's holy standard met by Christ, God gives His Spirit to live with those whom He sees as holy. This Spirit is a sign of a new, eternal love relationship with God. The Spirit is able to free those who receive Christ from the power of sin, ruling their lives now. Christians will still be tempted and sometimes choose sin but the Spirit gives them supernatural desires and ability to follow God's will. Hebrews 10 verse 11 to 12 and 14 to 17 says, And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. And the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us. For after saying, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their minds. Then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Sanctified is defined as made holy set apart as sacred, purified or freed from sin. Covenant is defined as a binding agreement. God wants to give you recovery from your brokenness in your life, but he also wants more for you. He wants to recover your broken relationship with him and renew your purpose. Through his spirit, God will change you by placing new desires within you to know him, enjoy him and glorify him. This relationship with God and your renewal can start now. He promises eternal love, joy, peace, pleasure, and strength for those who live in it. God wants the best for you. In John 17 verse 3, Jesus says, And this is eternal life, that they know you the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Continue to take time to answer these questions. Question 4. Is Christ's death enough to pay for your sins? Why or why not? Question 5. Do you believe that God can resurrect your life and your joy through an eternal love relationship with Him? Why or why not? 
The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, may I know the depth of your love for me through Jesus. Open my heart to receive your gifts. Take note. Psalm 22 is a prophecy of Christ's experience on the cross. Matthew 27 records Jesus' death on the cross. For a study of evidence for Christ's resurrection, see the citations and notes index for this chapter. Now it's time to take action. Follow up with recovery partners to see how they are doing.